together growing in faith changing communities my dear brothers and sisters today i would like us to reflect on the gospel of mark chapter 12 from verse 13 to verse 17 at that time they sent to jesus some of the pharisees and some of the herodians to entrap him in his talk and they came and said to him master we know that you are true and care for no man, for you do not regard the position of people, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But Jesus, knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a coin and let me look at it. And they brought one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Then Jesus said to them, Then give to Caesar the things that belong to Caesar, and to God the things that belong to God. And they were amazed at him. I love this gospel account. It's simple and yet profound. Let's look at the opening line in verse 13. They sent to Jesus some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians. I like that concept. They sent to him. And so there are people who've been sent. Go to the master. Go to Jesus. Go to the source of life. Go to the one who knows the truth. Jesus remains the source of life. He remains, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He remains, I am the light. He remains, I am the bread of life. What fascinates me is that Jesus never changes. He is the stream of waters that gives life. And so one will presume that those who are sent to him go to him because they are searching for answers. One will presume that those who come to him, they come to him because they want to be fulfilled. But we know this in the Gospels. We know this in the life of Jesus. How many people come, those who are sick, go to Bartimaeus who cries out in chapter 10, Jesus, son of the living God, have mercy on me. Go to the man who identifies himself as the legion in Mark chapter 5. What have you to do with us? But look at verse 18 when he says, I want to be with you, having been healed. This is amazing. And how one person can be viewed differently by different people. There are those who see Jesus as the one who can open the eyes of the blind. There are those who see Jesus as the one who can make the mute to speak. There are those who see Jesus as the one who makes the deaf hear. There are those who see Jesus as the one who feeds thousands and thousands of hungry people. 
But there are also those who see Jesus as an enemy. There are those who see Jesus as someone that needs to be trapped. But the same applies to you. It applies to us. There are some people who absolutely adore you. There are some people who love you. There are some people who cherish you. There are some people who believe in you. There are some people who hang at your word. There are some people that you are a world to them. They literally and truly and genuinely love you. They think you're the best thing that has ever happened. But also there are some people who cannot stand you. There are some people who just hate you. There are some people who will always find faults with you. It's one person. And yet you are seen from different perspectives. And this for me is absolutely amazing in this gospel account. That you will imagine, you will prefer, you will expect that they will see Jesus as the source of life. And yet they are going to him for wrong motives. And that also applies to us. There are people who will come to your life and some will come so that they learn from you. There are some who will come so that they enhance your life. But also, unfortunately, there are some who will come under a pretense of friendship, of a good relationship, but they are there to destroy your life. But there's something that happens. As they come, I'm amazed that Jesus knows their hypocrisy, but he allows them to be themselves. Listen to what they say. Master, we know that you are a true man. We know that you care for no one. We know that you do not regard the position of people. My God, all the things that they are saying is true. They're flattering Jesus, but they're telling the truth. So these people are truthful. They know the truth. They are malicious, but they know the truth. What does Jesus do? He allows it to happen. He listens to them. Then they ask him a question. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? Jesus listens. And I like that concept. And we spoke about this before. Seek to understand before you are understood. Listen not to give an answer, but listen in order to understand. And I argue that most of the arguments emanates from the lack of understanding. I may disagree with you. I may not necessarily believe in the same things that you believe in. I may not adhere to your philosophical understanding of life. But I want to listen to you. I want to give you an ear. And we can still disagree, but I will still be able to listen. And Jesus listens to them. And he allows them to speak till they finish. But there's something that he does. He says to them, give me that coin. Give me the coin you're talking about. He throws it back to them. And he says, give me the coin. They give him the coin. 
And he says, whose image is this? Whose inscriptions are these? And that's something absolutely amazing. Sometimes we waste our time fighting unnecessary battles. Throw it back to them. Give it to them. Sometimes we need to ask and pray for the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of wisdom. And St. Paul says this, when the Spirit of God comes, He will tell you and He will answer and He will give you the wisdom to admit those who attack you. That is why it is always important to always ask God for the clarity of mind. Lord, I do not know what this is about. I do not know what this fight is about. I do not know why they are calling me to this, but give me the clarity of mind. And one of the greatest examples of that are two great popes, St. John Paul II and Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. The clarity of mind, even in old age, even in sickness, the gift of the clarity of mind. That the decisions that I make about my life give me the clarity of mind. I may be a young person needing to make decisions pertaining love life, my studies, my life, my career. And I'm confused because there's so much going on. There's so much happening around me. But I need the clarity of mind. If you ever wondered... Am I making the right decision? Because whatever I make today will affect me tomorrow. And so the gift of the clarity of mind. And Jesus has this. And he throws it back to them. And he says, clarify this for me. I don't fully understand. But what do you mean when you say this? And it gives you time to think it through. But it gives you time to allow the Spirit of God to help you. And so Jesus stands his ground. He is not moved by their challenge. He stands his ground and he says, tell me. And they say, well, this is the head of Caesar. The inscription belongs to Caesar. And Jesus says, you've answered yourself. Then give to Caesar that which belongs to Caesar and to God that which belongs to God. Every question, every question has an answer within itself. Anyone who asks you a question has already a presumed answer in his mind or her mind. And sometimes we need to throw it back to people and say, what do you say? Every, every problem has its own solution. And Jesus allows us to do that. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.